Now let me say, are we live? Yep. Let me say I started to bring the Ouija board, but I opted, I opted not to only because bringing the Ouija board to somebody's house is almost like just like doing cocaine at a party. <laughs> You know what I mean? Make sure the host is into it. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you can't just spring that on somebody. You gotta clear it with somebody. I would have been into it, but I, I don't know. Some people get real about Ouija boards, like they believe they are super legit. And I, I err on the side of, um, optimistic superstition. Oh yeah. Like I want, like I don't necessarily think any of that is real, but I want it to be a little bit. You don't really have a uh, adversarial relationship with supernatural. I've noticed. No, Mm-mm. I'm into it. You're 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 real I'm into it. And I'm into it too. I mean, I'm into it too. But, but the reason I'm into it is because I really have never had a real experience, which is a great preface for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If I saw something or whatever, I'd probably might be like, eh, I ain't fucking with that no more. Well, I was gonna say now that we've created this circle, we've got a full four square, and we are very close to having all four elements. Dangerously close. What's the What's the fourth element? Air, which uh, Matt and I both are Cancer, so we're both water. But he is a cusper. So we're going to give him Gemini for the purposes of this, right? I Even think, though he's I think Gemini is air. We have to look it up. Okay. So how many uh, days until you're not on the cusp anymore? Twenty-one. The twenty-first is Gemini. Oh yeah. That's why you're on the cusp. So if you're like a couple of days past that, you'd still be a you get cusper to a little bit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But so while we're on the Ouija board, one, I want to say that in, in our circle here that we've created, if a spirit comes, we have to agree to interview them. That's the rule. <laughs> That's yeah. the, it's the rules. Wh- which, which spirit from the great beyond wants to be the first one to come on the trail uh-huh. That's the question. Uh, but the other thing is, when this episode airs, I will be visiting the world's largest Ouija board. The world's largest Ouija board? They just set it up in Salem on the commons. The w- sun shines through it and it burns it. <laughs> it burns <laughs> yeah, through the big lens. <laughs> just burst into flames. Uh-huh. Okay, Gemini. I'll also <laughs> be Everybody visiting. Everybody it's the devil, but really, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's just they a recently, giant magnifying glass. They recently opened the first Leah. witch board museum. So it's a, a museum all about witch boards. So there's others besides the Ouija. The Ouija uh, was, you know, roast fame is the coup de gras mm, well no but it did pop <laughs> no, <off>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well no actually you know is it uh is that parker brothers or mm-hmm. I, i've written disproportionately about the ouija board i know two topics ouija boards and rabies and the ouija is pretty interesting <laughs> well and parker brothers was uh, headquartered in salem massachusetts there's a funny story about how they got parker brothers to buy the ouija board because originally it was it was made by this Danziger and Company out of Pittsburgh is where it started in the 1800s. And the guy that invented it, William Fold, actually fell to his death in one of the factories that he had claimed earlier that the Ouija told him to build. Ooh. Which is super creepy. Where was the factory? I don't know. But Ouija, like, the Ouija, like, exploded, like, in, at different times in, in like, history. In the 60s, it outpaced Monopoly in sales. Wow. Yeah. And so then you want to talk to ghosts for five bucks? <laughs> there you go. There you go. The little triangle. I love that it's compared to Monopoly, which is like the most capitalist board game. No. Arguably. I like this. So who, who's the person that moves oh. it? Like, you know, because if there's three or four people 
at any given time, there's always one person that's moving. It's you. It's always you. No, it's you. The way the the way the Ouija works is almost creepier than what we think it does. Honestly, I think it is. I think it's weird that. well, okay, if you can trust everyone to really just sort of... I can totally see how subconsciously, like, you're moving it, right? Like I trust everyone, but someone's moving it. Well... <laughs> Even if they don't but, mean to be. But the idea I trust you. <laughs> well, that's I, how it works. Right, but I think that sometimes people move it like... They're not like there's not one person. Because if you feel one person pushing it, everyone would know. Like, you, you could tell right. a force is coming. So if everyone is subtly pushing it, it's almost weirder when it's like a collective conscious thing. And yeah, and it just feels like it's moving by yeah. itself. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. So I, I want to know more about what you know about rabies. All right, where, where, to, where to begin? I know. <laughs> Stick a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, Next time. We'll circle back to that. Next time. <laughs> That's just, those are two interesting things. Yes, we've gathered here instead to drink beer from chalices. Literal chalices. Let's light the sage in particular because... I feel like my cup's not festive enough now. It's it's very fall. That's true. The colors are nice. And I do like... Okay. It's okay. We'll keep this going as best we can. So is this a real plant? It is. Is that okay? It's perfect. Okay. So that's our water element. The miracle is that it's living and it's in my house. Amazing. That's why I asked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's fake as shit. No, I have have several plants. No, there's another one that's alive behind you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I've been working really hard. That's a beautiful fern. And I've kept a Christmas cactus alive for almost an entire year. Ooh, yeehaw. I don't know if I've told you all this about this house, but I have one very specific super triggering memory in this house from when I was a kid because this used to be my dentist's office. God, that's gotta be horrible. Up here or downstairs? Well, it's up here. I don't wow. know how you I don't know why you ever come over here. Well, I can <laughs> remember being a kid and having to have like I don't know if it's a root canal or what it was. It was some painful procedure, but I just have this image of sort of coming out of the anesthesia and kind of freaking out with like three people standing over me. In <laughs> so I think about that every time I come up here just subtly. Like Imagine having to walk, walk up a flight of stairs to get your teeth fucked with. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's, that'd be the worst part about the, being a I dentist office here. I bet you get anxiety here. just walking up the steps. There's always a twinge of it. But wow. I, but it's 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 actually transformed as a very like nice space for me. I always feel yeah. good when I come up well, here. Well, it's very much our home now. It's we- I almost think yeah that office. almost like ma- that's almost creepier to me than if somebody had died in here or something because like I just really hated the dentist when I was oh, wow <laughs> it kind of puts it makes sense with these like window yeah yeah do you remember anything about how it was laid out I can't remember yeah at all I'm except sure for I know this is only well, the trauma we only cling to trauma <laughs> here <laughs> it's an official because I thought it was also like a law position. office too it, it was after that maybe or yeah, before mer- that before that probably before that. Okay. so like they had like you come up here and this was like the lobby the living room oh. and then there was one exam room all the bedrooms basically were our exam rooms and then Ooh. I don't know what this was here but just think about that when you go to bed tonight. Nobody died, I'm sure, but there was a lot of pain and agony that went on in all these. And teeth. There's like a a ghost, uh, a a tooth fairy spirit that haunts them. (laughs) Teeth themselves are pretty fucking creepy. It's our exposed skeleton. Yeah, it's the only part of the skeleton that you can see just on any, like. Yeah, normally, right. Normally, just (laughs) walking around. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's and normal. Expo- <laughs> it, it is the only uh, exposure of our skeleton. And honestly, after someone told me that, I like couldn't. Everyone I looked at that smiled that day, I was like, fuck. <laughs> you fucked up. Oh, I went to see the bodies exhibit in New York one time when I was in college, and it was... I, I, was, I loved it. It was uh-huh. fascinating. I saw it and in I, Chicago. I remember being like, when I was I was getting ready to go, and I was like, okay, I want to really like know that these are real people. I want to like experience this and look at these things and know that they were real people. And it's real. It's it was still a huge challenge to do that. It's just so taken from the normal form. But after that, I remember like I, I don't know. Sometimes I get to where I can like you can see like where your gums you can see how your skeleton is or how your skull is just by looking at somebody well, it's may, fucky let no, me throw one at you sandy earl's my fifth grade teacher science teacher she asked me to teach her fiddle i have a sandy? feeling I, I have a feeling i'm not gonna want to do it ask her about this okay when i was in fifth grade she had a real human skeleton hanging in her classroom like Oh. This was somebody Where'd yeah. you, in where, the not too distant. Is past. that legal? Is that health? No, code there was a skeleton approved? at my old high school. But too. they're usually fake. They are no, this now. Was a real one. But they used to. I think they used you, to I sell if, them. If you have a I old enough was, school that didn't have any funding, there was they have a, a real ass skeleton. Yeah, they just waited for somebody to die. They never replaced Y'all learned on them fake ass skeletons. Y'all know nothing about these. God damn. That's uh, not normal, though, when you think yeah, about it. There were... Uh, no, it's not. not it's, it's not normal. There no. were uh, some jars um, that had organs in them, and I swear, I could be making this up. It could be something I just wish happened, but I think there was a jar with a penis in it. But I could be making that up. You probably just wished it. But I really think that <laughs> that was, uh, was true. Maybe. And, you know, it just looked like a like, 30-year-old hot dog that it, someone had left in a jar of like pickle <laughs> juice or something oh, fuck. <laughs> that is disgusting and they labeled it i, I don't I if don't i ever remember. have an organ removed i would love to be able to bring it home but a lot of times when you have to have it removed they need to study it so they don't you did you have, have a baby did you do anything with that shit um i wanted to check out my placenta actually i was really into it i wasn't gonna like bring it home and eat it not that I, and i don't judge people who do that mm-hmm. because there's some science behind it mm-hmm. it might be wishy-washy <laughs> but i i wasn't gonna do that but they they wouldn't let me they had to like i because of all the weird shit i had going on they had to send it off to pathology they had to like because i had shit going wrong right so they were like sorry we already put it in the thing and it's i was like my placenta but i wanted to see what it looked what, like what percentage of people that eat the placenta are, are vegan do you think that's <laughs> a good a point same you know, it's, well, it's, it's cruelty well, free meat but you like know you created it in your body but a lot of pregnant <laughs> a lot of vegans who are pregnant will go will eat what they need to eat when they're pregnant so they yeah. might might yeah. typically be vegan but might not have been for the past 10 months yeah, right. is it technically meat I guess it's what a else muscle. Would it, be? A muscle yeah. it is a. It's an organ. It's an organ. It's like the only organ that is that like you don't have all the time. That you, that you create, create and, then and, then and then it and then goes and away. It could, and it's not wow. a big deal if it leaves, right? Right. Uh, it's. Fa- I think they're fascinating. It's amazing all the shit that goes on in your body. Incredible. Anyway, but yeah, I I would have yeah if they would have let me bring it home. I like I, I. Some people will like bring it home because you know it's like it's what feeds your fetus mm-hmm. so some people will like bring it home and plant like put it in the ground and plant a tree that's kind of and it has lame, human faces all over it <laughs> yeah and it's just like little little babies growing yeah a little arm human <laughs> tree yeah arms coming out of it with the the nails or the this leaves this is weird what's happening here with this <laughs> oh wow 
Did the wick fall down? It, no, the wick is up there, but like part of this is still Sorry, burning. Just, uh, maybe blow up oh, are these like um, candles that... I, they do melt super fast, and mm. I don't know what that says, because I know they're yeah. supposed to be... Aren't black candles supposed to be like... They ward off negative energy. Oh, well, we better hurry. <laughs> <laughs> they're burning down. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be the shortest episode ever. <laughs> yeah, black candles are real good. Yeah, I like them. They're... Spooky. It'll be hard to keep this sage going. Yeah, but it smells really good though. I re- I need to. This isn't the one, but uh, my sister just made me, um, gave me like homemade burn sticks nice. with um, sage and lavender mm. and incense. Yeah, she she bundled it just like this for me. Oh, okay. I like it. Like those earthy smells. I know. I love that. Michelle likes to burn like incense sticks, and those are kind of. Mm-hmm. kind of. I feel like they like make me want to cough. They make my asthma. Yeah, real they're bad. really bad. If they have Does charcoal, this one fuck you up? no. No, if it's real stuff, if it's like a plant yeah. or wood, I'm mm-hmm. fine. But if it's um, if it is um, like charcoal, it really messes me up. Mm-hmm. We have a visitor from the beyond. <laughs> We need a, we need beyond, a, who's this little witch? Beyond the parental boundaries. From beyond the living room. We need a fifth microphone for a girl. Well, we figure <laughs> she, she may now get to the where she's like, why did you let me be on this thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What you watching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, so here we are. We're at uh, this little pre-Halloween Tripoli special that Tom has summoned. So the big, I want to go back to the biggest Ouija board in the world for a second. I also want to know about other boards, other witch boards. Okay, well, I just want to say we got Carrie and Matt here. It's our special holiday guest. I think I've somehow been on every Halloween episode. <laughs> I think you are three <laughs> for three. Pulling my evil. Three for three. I don't know. Was I on the first? Yeah, I guess I guess so. so. You were on the very first one. I remember because you told a great story about how you weren't afraid of the supernatural, but rather cutting your hand on a cutting meat at Food <laughs> <Right>. City and Pike. <laughs> <laughs> you got. You always have to bring in your resident skeptic. That's that's did why you, I'm on. <laughs> did you work in the uh, deli at Food City? Oh no the the meat department where they would actually like. You know, where you buy, like, the oh, cuts of meat and hamburger fuck. meat. Like, yeah, I saw all kinds of gross shit. I bet. And, er, you know, everyone always asks if that's what caused me to become vegetarian. And <laughs> I mean, I think it was definitely a big contributing factor, but I don't think it was the immediate cause to it. Yeah. But once you see or smell certain things, they never leave you. <laughs> yeah, my friend Nick worked at a... I don't know if it was a Purdue or Tyson plant, wherever they slaughter hogs. And he said the sounds, man. He's like, I couldn't go back. Oh, that would be wow, worse. That would no, be worse yeah, than I dealing couldn't. with the dead parts, having to. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, just hmm. killing for a living. It was, <clears throat> wow. Sounds like a horrible job. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I found a. Uh, I found a person that I used to organize with on um, the website today and his bio, his entire bio was about him being a Vietnam vet and a trained killer. 
That's what he's hanging his hat on. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. That's a man that's really not worried about his yeah. <laughs> about PC culture. <laughs> it God really did dang. say trained killer position, trained killer. I mean, he's like. not he's not wrong. Yeah, we had a guard at our school at our high school who would work at the that we had like a little guard shack at the parking lot just to oh yeah you know, sign people in, yeah. in and out or if if it was near in the middle of the day and. Um, I don't know. There were always rumors that he was a sniper in Vietnam and that he just like had seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now just I working the sign in sheet. Yeah, just hanging out with high school kids, keeping Ooh. us safe. The most horrifying thing of all, the horrors of war. <laughs> it really <laughs> is, you think about yeah. it. No, I, yeah, that's one thing. Uh, I was reading about like spooky places in the country. Um, and it's funny how when you read about like haunted places, how many common themes there are. I'll just, yeah. Can you can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me now? Um, how like there were there were multiple places where there was apparently a woman in white who would ask for a ride, and they get in your car, mm-hmm. and then they just disappear. But there's a wet spot in your car because they like drowned or something, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Just, <laughs> but it was like weird how in Sex this one, crafts. yeah, there were like two or three of those. But there and was it smells real bad. She just peed. And just <laughs> 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 I haven't peed for a hundred years. <laughs> I've been holding it all this time. <laughs> But there, the but the, some of the spookiest things were, and I, this would have to be, I don't know, if there is a place where you could have spirits kind of, or like lingering parts of people, I don't know, but it would be like where multiple fatalities happen, has to be, you know, like a war, like a war battlefield and um, like I've never been to Gettysburg. And that's actually, as much as I'm like, ooh, I'm into, go- I would love to see a ghost and stuff. That's one place, like, I almost feel weird about it being a place to go and mm-hmm. visit. Totally. Because it just seems, I mean, I know that it's important to, it, it's an important memorial place or whatever. But, like, oh, it just seems so weird. And, like, the tuberculosis hospital in Louisville and, like, any kind of hospital mm-hmm. or People facility. People like, shit, but that's mm-hmm. always felt th- in poor taste weird. to me Yeah, it's just weird because, I, on one hand, I feel like if you want to see some shit... It's going to be there. That'd be where it would be. I went to the Rome Coliseum, and the whole time, before yeah. before le- like leading up to it, I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome. And as soon as I got in there, in there I was like, nope, I'm leaving. I, like, what did I'm you fit? Is there a palpable like bad energy? I spent like $25 to go in there and see this huge cross hanging, and them say a million people and animals died in that spot. And I was like, where's the nearest exit that's literally what i said <laughs> but the pope goes in there and, and like says a bunch of prayers once a year that ought to take care of him <laughs> a million <laughs> a million heads okay once a year you know i was just like i got to go no did you I feel weird i mean like yeah I'm, i felt incredibly uncomfortable well, i mean i know like seeing that present but did you i don't know like, like if from the outside it looked really like beautiful and just this like really intense huge structure i just mm-hmm. feel like i hadn't seen anything like that but then once i got in there i was like no not me and then when you think our entire country and our way of being here is predicated on absolutely, that absolutely yeah the know. bed i sleep in is over graves the probably. reason we have a senate <laughs> yeah it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense for no good reason <laughs> it's not democratic you know no no certainly not so, the world's largest Ouija board, Tom. Yeah, I got to know more about the world's largest Ouija board. I don't know much. I'm, um, I actually am worried that it was a temporary... Like it, it is temporary. They're moving it around. Hmm. 
and it was sat up in Salem last weekend, and we are leaving tomorrow. Um, and I'm afraid it's not going to be there this weekend, honestly. So you're going to miss it. Pretty, oh, pretty sad, I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out as much as I can through Instagram because at, at the ripe age of 33, that's the only way I know how information moves. Yeah. <laughs> so It's like it rained and the board got all soggy. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was pretty cool just to see the pictures. You should Google the pictures of it. I mean, they put it together like a little piece at a time. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, I'm fascinated by the Ouija board. I think my first exposure, and I will to bet it's your first exposure too, was in the liner notes of East 1999 Eternal. Um, no, a real one actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you remember that one? Oh, definitely. I mean, I never got to see it in person because I didn't. I wasn't that cool in the. I was pretty cool in the '90s, but I wasn't cool enough to have hip hop records. All right. <laughs> I was pretty cool in the nineties. <laughs> I had some uh classic rock and country records and eight tracks. Um you know, like any I don't know. Good person that inherited boy. their parents' music collection right. have. Well, what was your first Ouija experience? Uh, just um I can't remember I think maybe my cousin had a board and that brought it me. over and like me and my sister and her played it. What what was your impressions? I was just like, stop! You're moving. <laughs> you're, no, no, no! You're moving this. And, and then I think, of course, I would be like, well, fuck it! I'm going to move it this time. And <laughs> that's just. Uh, but we were also children. I think maybe I would like maybe it would be fun to experiment w- with it as an adult and see like if it feels like because it's kind of an awkward position the way you have to have your hands. Yeah. And I think like. You know where your arms, or your hands are like kind of elevated above the table, and your, only your fingertips are touching it. Mm. I think it probably has something to do with like your circulation being weird and <laughs> the position your hands are in to like naturally want to kind of push a little bit. So maybe if everyone is doing that, and it, but, but I don't know, it like not misspelling shit and stuff is kind of <laughs> weird. Like it seems like someone's moving it. I, I always <laughs> feel like every Ouija session, like going into it, you're like, oh my God, this is going to be so intense because like, you know, it's the fucking Ouija board, you know, it just <laughs> has this eerie kind of quality yeah. about it. But every one of them is anticlimactic because mm-hmm. it's always like, you're moving it. No, you're moving it. And then you get like TLDRPP, <laughs> no, yes, 69, 420, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone's filling out boobs. What does what yeah. does it mean, this man? This ghost gets me. But you know, we would always play like uh, Bloody Mary and and then Light as a Feather and stuff like that. Yeah, like we, growing up. Yeah, we did a lot of that. Candyman. Yeah. How does, <laughs> yeah. How does uh, Light as a Feather work? Because I've heard a lot of. Stories I don't think about it does work. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it never worked for me. No, the only way we ever got it to work was when it was like someone that was significantly younger and lighter than us, <laughs> and we could actually lift them with our Let's fingers. But then you were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Let's go fill you in here and play Light as a Feather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, the first I ever heard of a Ouija board um, was also the first I ever heard of Marilyn Manson because my older cousin's mom found her like stash of stuff she wasn't supposed to have, which included a Ouija board and a Marilyn Manson CD, and just busted it all up, put it in the trash, oh, wow. freaked out, and I was just, I, and I was, didn't know what any of that meant, any yeah. of those words were, <laughs> and I remember for a long time not being not. Like, I kept hearing the word Ouija board, but I couldn't say it. Like yeah. I, it's like, <laughs> what are you saying? Oja. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And then the only Ouija board I ever was around as a kid, we had lost the uh, pin- planchette. The planchette. Yeah, we had fucking lost the planchette, so it wasn't even a complete situation. <laughs> you can't play Ouija yeah. without the planchette. Yeah. And that's so that's the little triangle thing with the circle. Mm-hmm. But you can use a planchette without the Ouija, supposedly. Hmm. Really? How's that work? I don't know. There was my... I don't know what she is to me. I would just probably generically say cousin. But y'all know Cal and Becca Cook. Well, y'all probably, you know. Anyway, Becca Cook, Dennis, anyway. Do y'all ever bleep people's (laughs) names out? Yeah, we probably should. Occasionally. Yeah. Well, Cal's mom, Robin, swears up and down he was named with a Ouija board. His name is like Calveston, which is a weird... Kind of not weird, but you know it's like an unusual name. Yeah. And apparently, the story is that for some reason, she, there was something she when she was pregnant with him, she was reading about the Galveston, like hurricane or something that hit Texas, like in the twenties or something. And somebody had suggested that, like, some witchy figure had suggested that she name her son after that or something hmm. and then during a Ouija session apparently it spelled out but it didn't spell it G-A-L it spelled it out C-A-L so I don't know man <laughs> Calveston I mean it makes sense I mean how else yeah. you gonna get Calveston out sure. of a Ouija board <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's a bold move to ask a Ouija board to name your kid though that is really? you really just move it to whatever you want to name them right <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's like the principle of flipping the coin. The yeah. whole point of flipping the coin really is to is so you discover what you want to happen. Yeah, like, right. like you flip it and then you like subconsciously want it to be heads or tails, and then you actually know what you want. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or like if you want to get like freaked out a little bit, and you're like driving your car, you can like swear you see stuff on the side of the road. Like the skinwalkers or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> the blue <fugits>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Monroe hitching around. <laughs> Actually, the reason I was late is because the, the state police were up on my road and they're never up there. Yeah. And I didn't see it, but Michelle said one of the one of our like local Charles Manson looking dudes was wigging out near the house earlier. I don't know what. Something's in the water tonight. Wilding. No, Brandon's up there. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> And Louie and the pony are both in the yard. Okay, what's the deal <laughs> with the pony? What's going on with so that? So many people have asked me if we bought a mini horse. I don't know if she's a pony or a mini horse. I don't know the difference. I think she's a pony. That's what I've been saying. Last night, Michelle was like, a pony is a baby horse. And I was like, no, it's well, not. Well, if she's the same size in two years, you'll yeah, have your answer. Right. She's a baby horse. That's not true. No. She's a well, foal. It, anyway, our neighbor has this pony and lots of other animals that they don't take care of. And they scream and holler and shoot off guns all night. And they're fucking pain in my ass. And po- Penny, I've named her Penny. She's taken up with us is all I know. Oh, you named her Penny. I, yeah, that's my name for her. I don't know her real name. Oh. That's a good name for a pony. Penny the Pony. And the Pine Creek Princess. And she's I copper colored. She's pretty. Oh, she's gorgeous. Someone messaged me on Instagram and said her oh, highlights are that. amazing. <laughs> 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 so I'm just going to keep... Penny's going to be my new brand. <laughs> um, and as long as she wants to come hang out in my yard, I'll let her. She's cutting my grass. She's eating my grass. So it's yeah, great. it is good for that. But she... 
I, I was trying to Michelle and I were trying to figure out how much she weighs last night because she's a big bitch. Man. And hundreds of pounds. Definitely. Yeah, but because she's so much bigger than Louie, Louie weighs eighty pounds. She's oh, probably yeah. clocking in at least four bucks. You yeah. think? Three to four bucks. Oh, I bet. And I just, even though I love her, I'm like, can you fathom having a 400 pound pit? <laughs> right. What? Because she, uh, flies were bothering her the other day. I was just like out in the yard with her, and she, I swear to, I, swear, I, I, I wouldn't believe this if I hadn't seen it. She just dropped onto her side like nothing, rolled around a bunch, and popped back up on her feet quicker than I could. <laughs> that penny is She's a nimble hooves. bitch. Oh, yeah. I, it, I couldn't believe it. Has it anyone tried to ride her yet? No. Ponies are, don't like to be ridden. They're mean. But I like, remember, riding one, I remember yeah. trying to ride one. I rode one that was like so short that, I mean, and I was probably... We could maybe put Ophelia on her, but, but I wouldn't want to be rode if I... I mean, I, I don't want to be... My feet almost touched the ground, and that wow. thing was trying to like buck me off. And I was just like standing wow. up. <laughs> like, okay, I'm just like, I have seen a saddled pony on Cram Creek. Now some on of the other side tra- of the mountain. Them, I'm I mean, a kid, a kid on it, but I'm not trying to ride. No, I'm not trying to ride Penny. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want. I kind of want to put her on a leash and walk her around the holler. Yeah, though. that sounds that. so fun. I think we're we. I think we are going to buy a brush and brush her. She needs it. Her tail is a. They mat. like it too. Her so. tail's a dreadlock. I don't know how we'll get that. You under. might not be able to. Yeah, you might have to trim it down to the. You might have to trim it and then it'll grow. Um, but they like it's good for them to get their coat brushed because oh, they yeah. get so much dust in it. And oh, stuff absolutely! And when I, I tapped her on the ass earlier, and yeah. dust just flew up because I thought she might be clean because it just rained. And this morning when I went oh, to no. work, she was soaked. I was like, "Oh, you look rough, sis." But <laughs> I'm so I, happy about you having a I know. I love it. Well, it's morning. I left for work, and she was like, "Hey, baby." <laughs> Sweet it like pizza and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh huh. That pimento cheese, you oh, <laughs> She ain't getting our pimento cheese. That's all. we eat pimento cheese at our house. Oh, it's so, I buy, I've been buying it. It's jalapeno pimento. You can't. Ain't not There's like nothing it. better. Mm-mm. Not a single thing. Polly's own. Oh yep. yeah. yeah. You already know. You already know. <laughs> this is like the part in a scary movie where something goofy happens as a palate cleanser. <laughs> right. Just, <laughs> just to break the tension a little. Yeah. And now one of us are going to get an axe the to pony. the forehead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, ponies are kind of creepy though At night time she's creepy when she's around And she like comes up to the window and I'm like <laughs> Penny hey Only in the daytime baby <laughs> Back it up I mean my biggest fear is that her insane Owners are going to come up to the house Because I don't even want to fuck with these people Do you know who owns it? I know who they like. I know oh. where they live and I hear their voices Yelling and screaming and the guns they shoot all the time They're like where's Penny? Where the fuck is Penny? I kind of want to know what they call her, though. Like, what they named her. I gave her that name. No, she's already named that. Well, what's crazy, this will bring us back to the spook, is the house in between my house and their house is Lulabelle. And Lulabelle is the kind of old sweet lady who's on the porch all the time. And you you love to wave at her. But if you get caught in conversation with her, you're fucked. She will describe to you in great detail her cataract surgery. She will oh. not. She there's just no getting away from her. I can't. I can't hear an old person talking about getting their eyes no, all cut up. No, I can't. No, it's rough. <laughs> and so, um, it's been a while since I got trapped in Lula Bell's web. But the last time I did, 
she was complaining about those people because they're like her most direct neighbors. And she told me that's why she put a fence around her house is them because they've got they do have a lot of dogs that bark at daylight a lot, <laughs> which I, we don't care as much about the dogs. Uh, I mean, we don't care. They don't really bother us. They're entertaining most of the time until, until they're shooting off their guns at 3 a.m. And I about I was so pissed. But I kept waking up. Do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> she was just slamming around. Didn't know. Didn't give a fuck. And I was just. Which we had watched. It's not this, in the yard. I don't give a shit. Right. We had watched this fucked up scary movie about Nazis the night before. Like that night. And it was. No, I shouldn't. What was it? It's called Green Room. Green Room. It's on Netflix. It, it wasn't bad, honestly. It tapped into my actual real fears, which I don't care for. <laughs> Those are always the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I'm laying in bed, and there's just like, in my mind, Nazis firing off fucking shotguns in my backyard. I was like, oh, this is fine. Everything's fine. Um, but anyway, so Lulabelle's complaining about them and saying that this is why she, she said, first it was the pot-bellied pig. I guess they used to have a pot-bellied pig, <laughs> which, you know, I wish... I, I wish they still did have a pot belly pig. I love a fucking pot belly pig. She said, then it's the dogs. I was like, oh, yeah, and I, I, is that pony theirs? She said, oh, yeah, now it's that fucking pony. And I was like, I love <laughs> Penny that. the pony. And I was like, well, that's what I said. I said, I love that pony. What's its name? She said, I'd like to call it dead. <laughs> Lulabelle. Talk about Penny like that. I know. So if I... Oh, my God. That's kind of intense. Is it intense? She's a wild one. I don't know. There's something about, like, I don't know, maybe some annoying small creature you could possibly exaggerate wanting it dead, but a pony... Literally. A pony. she's so sweet looking. She is very sweet. I feel he's actually adding a lot to this because, so like, much. you're getting creepy kid sounds. People are going to think it's just part of this <laughs> yeah. soundtrack. It's just, a, it's just an old dentist client. <laughs> yeah. A child yeah. scared of getting her teeth. Oh, my God. So, anyway, hopefully Penny's just ours now. We, yeah. did, we did not purchase a mini horse, though. <laughs> no, no we did not buy uh, See, that's real-life scary shit, getting your teeth pulled out and then... Somehow coming in possession of your neighbor, your crazy neighbor's pony, and never knowing <laughs> if they're going to come down and raise hell about it. I know. I am scared of them, legit. Because you all know we had taken up with the holler boxer, too. Buster. Yes. Yeah. What happened to Buster? I can't go there. Uh, we can't uh, discuss it. He's just disappeared. But oh. when that, right before that happened, his owner. Oscar apparently came up raising hell on a side by side and about took somebody's porch off, screaming and cussing, looking for his dog. Oh, yeah. And so I went home at the time, thank God, but my neighbor told me about it and I was like, oh, fuck. I don't want none of that. <laughs> I'm out on this. So I got always some shit going yeah. on. For like that em. reason, I'm out. I don't know the people on my creek, I know all the pets. Get them, Penny. <laughs> Well, I know I hate seeing that one dog that's chained up all the time. It makes me sad. I, I have dreamed of that dog's liberation every day. <laughs> I know. I just don't understand because we were talking about this the other day, the Matilda and Pauline and I, and we were like, because it's like they're, uh, they have other pets. Yeah, that are in the house. That are in the house. They have multiple kids. I've seen the kids play with that dog one time. Yeah, and it's like I get that maybe they want like a guard dog, but what's a chained up dog going to yeah. do? I'm sure they're like. Going to bark? It's I named like Bobo. It's I stopped and asked. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped and asked. Hey, what's the I just sleep better at yeah. night. <laughs> I just like having a dog that can't attack an intruder. And can't run around. But will just bark. And I probably <laughs> forget to feed every lives, few days. Yeah, lives in its own dust. It's too big of a wild card, so we leave it chained up over there. 
And now, and it's the only dog on a chain in the hauler. The only one. Yeah, that you can I know. See. Yeah. And it's a, I mean, there's a lot of houses on the creek. So everyone must be, everyone must be in agreement that dogs don't belong on fucking chains. Or what about those people on the walking trail down there that keep their dogs in a cage yeah. the size of this fucking table? Yeah, I don't like I that either. I know the listeners can't see the size of the table, but it's not very large. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where's that? Compared to a dog, You know, it's right when, big. like, about four by you go by yeah, Axe on the railroad bridge, and then uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, um, yeah, to your right. Right after you cross that bridge where you can oh, see yeah, the, like road, school the road. Side. Yeah, yeah school and you side. pass the bridge. I mean, you just hear barking all the time because they're just over there on yeah. the over the hill just in a little oh, cage. Damn. I don't know what they're doing. It's almost like, and they, those, those people seem shady. That's pretty fucking spooky. Cages. Cages. For oh, yeah. For any. Or any uh, living being. Also can't go there at this no, point. No, no, that's too spooky. It's like we're getting into we gotta get a real get into stuff. the real scary real stuff. Spooky. Let's go back to the fun scary bring, stuff. Bring us it's back, probably not real. Bring us back to witch boards. Yeah. Well, I, I'm excited to go to the witch board museum because I don't know much about other witch boards besides the Ouija. So there are other witch boards. There is an entire. You missed it. Um, Sorry, one yeah, of the attractions we are planning to take in in Salem this weekend is the f- world's first witch board museum. I'm so jealous y'all are going on a ghost I have a Google Doc <laughs> of all the things. You have a Google Doc of all the things you're going on. That's amazing. Yeah. What, what, just what part tell do you got going on? Well, um, I mean, I was just telling our friend Brendan about it. I mean, it's really like we're going to do the stuff we like to do in any cities, which is like thrift, eat, museums, and art galleries. So, like, Salem has some pretty epic art galleries and museums. So, we're going to do a lot of museum and art galleries. The the Salem Gallery has a, satan- a satanic temple inside, and it has, like, a replica uh, Baffet. Baphomet. Yeah, Baphomet, whatever. Yeah. And so, we're definitely, that was, like, top of Sarah's list. We're a replica? Or is the original? Hell. Detroit <laughs> Rock City, baby. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> That thing is fucking sweet. Yeah, it's uh, it's, they've got they've got that in there, and so we're gonna go in there and get some pics, just like dropping it (laughs) onto. Oh my god, I'm like excited (laughs) for what Michelle's gonna be doing up there. I cannot wait. It's uh, um, but yeah, we're going to like a local art dark arts market. Um, there's a like a booming art scene in Salem. Sounds like the weird kind of place I need to be. Totally. I mean. There's a totally a like plastic junk part, but sure. <laughs> I I love Gatlinburg. I'm oh no, yeah. I'm no. It's like okay. which Gatlinburg? Yeah, totally. And <laughs> it's just like you know, it is a really which Gatlinburg you know, sounds like heaven. Exactly. Most of the stores have tarot parlors in the back, <gasps> which will bring us to our next. Oh please! The I last half of this Halloween special. I have my deck, but it's not very spooky. It's, it's just lovely. So you I think bring it out. I want to see it. You want to see it? Haven't I shown you? Well, That'll you give us four. Yeah, let's do four decks. What do you got over there, Tony? The, oh sm- the Smith White. Yeah, wait. Oh, wait. the Smith White. Yeah, only thing you'll predict with that's a coincidence. I forgot. All of them are just going to tell me I'm going to die a horrible death. Well, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> this is this is. It is kind of true. I mean, last year I I had a bad draw. Yeah, and Tom died last year. It wasn't my. <laughs> I didn't die, thank God, but it wasn't my best year. <laughs> um. Terrence, we were ta- when we were talking earlier about our like just what we bring to the spiritual realm. I, d- I bring a lot of just excitement, like Carrie and um, goodwill. 
because I think you put into it or you get out of it what you put into it, right? Like what you bring to the table. And I've told Terrence this multiple times that if you expect bad things to happen, both at the altar, (laughs) over the Ouija board, and in life, that's what happens. (laughs) Generally, yeah, generally. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say capitalism isn't killing us against our will here, but I will say that even even uh, in our live shows, when we were doing a little summoning, he was like, now, y'all are in this with us, so if the dark demon shows up, it's your fault. And it's like, there ain't no demons showing up. We're, we are we are casting fucking... Light and pixie dust in there. Straight up. We got good energy. We got energy to save the fucking people. That's yeah. what we're out here trying oh. to get at. So, we're I'm only bringing good shit out of here. Even the death card, which scares most people off, is about resurrection and leaving bad shit behind you. And it's also an inevitable thing that everybody's just going to have to get over. Yeah. Um, but that's why we created religion, so that people could have peace of mind. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you a gift, Tanya. But I brought you a gift. I mean, it's in the truck. But I brought you a copy of... Uh, Sylvia Federici's Caliban and the Witch. Thank you. I saw you post that. I would like Which that. Which is good Halloween reading, but good also anti-capitalist. Yeah. Halloween I have reading. a I have a like little witches and capitalism book I need to read on the that's on my list. On my I have a I have a special shelf of my witch books now. I've gotten yeah. up such a, co- a collection. But we'll also we're also gonna go to some book stores. Speaking of some bookstores, and there are just like countless just like witch tool stores. One of my favorites that I visited last year, because it's my second visit to Salem, it's Hoss Witch. So it has a lot of tools. And so it got H-A-U-S with the umlauts. Yep. That's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Hoss Witch. And when I was there at Hoss Witch, I bought a local's guide to Salem that is written by like a dozen local artists. Yeah. Um, and I read it on the train home, or the train back to D.C. where my car was, and really wished I'd read it before. So now I'm fully prepared. Because I want to read it again on the way back. It's called Witchtopia, and it's just a a book put together by local Salem locals about the, the actual best parts of Salem. Well, what's are there any historical witches that are your favorites? Well, I do, um, I do appreciate um, the few witches who were pressed to death. That's a pretty, that's a pretty <laughs> epic, an epic way to go, and um, yeah. I know it's intense. Oh, be, being slowly crushed to death is a pretty bad yeah. death. Yeah, that's crazy. And of course, you know, in the uh, in the Hollywood adaptation, The Crucible, um, Giles Corey is one of the one of the people uh, accused of witchcraft um, in the 1600s, and he was pressed to death. I've visited his grave, and uh, in the Hollywood adaptation. <laughs> They, like, put some on him. Because this is why they would press someone to death. They would, like, put on just enough to be in extreme pain before they died. And then they would try to get... It was like a waterboarding. They would try to get right. a, try to get Confession confessions and shit out of them and names and shit. And in the Hollywood adaptation, uh, in The Crucible... Y'all have seen this? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's been a while. I saw yeah. it in school. Uh, they, they, they get him pressed, you know, almost to death and then ask him to confess or whatever. And he said... <laughs> And they said, what do you have to say for yourself? And he says, more weight. <laughs> <laughs> bring it on. Just, yeah, just bring it on. So I uh, think that's a pretty Yeah, slowly, funny. like, you know, I, there was this guy on, on, that I knew 
I think he was the brother of this per- this girl in school with him. I hollered, and he got crushed in an instant by a car that fell off a jack. And ever since that ever happened, like I've been so paranoid about like a jack failing. Like anytime my dad and I are like doing normal service work to my car, I'll I'll like sneak around and put like fucking blocks under the sides and stuff just as an extra hedge like, if it falls it'll only fall an inch it'll be okay yeah <laughs> yeah it's scary i mean that's my one of my like my closest neighbor that was in my grade his dad was putting a wheelchair that way under a car car i, I have my brother-in-law his little brother died that way yeah so easy to, yeah mm-hmm. i mean but like that is i think that's one time type of death where you really would not know what happened like it would just be sudden blackness like you've just been crushed but imagine it being over a course of like an entire day like slowly over hours yeah <laughs> a one one rock at a time horrible just, or, God, or probably like days or yeah. weeks you know but most witches were hung which yeah. is very quick or you might actually get but. used to it if it's a gradual weight might be like this kind of doesn't feel that you know that how horrible. i am <laughs> yeah, I Carrie like wants like a forty-five pound weighted blanket. <laughs> I love it. She it's wants so the one. That I want. Uh-huh. She wants me to uh, turn over, uh, wake up in the middle of the night and look over, and she's just a frail blue corpse. <laughs> under this, <laughs> more weight <laughs> under this hundred what pound blanket. What you have to say? More weight. <laughs> yeah. More weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it got down cold one night, and we pulled out the down comforter, and I forgot how good it feels because it's so heavy. And now it's hot as fuck outside again. <laughs> yeah. And oh, I'm just I know. sweating it out under that thing because it feels so good. <laughs> it does. It feels so good. I ha- yeah. We have a really nice woven blanket that is mm-hmm. heavy, but it's, I mean, it might be eight pounds. It's not like it's, I mean, it's a heavy That's blanket. Good, it's a heavy yeah. blanket, but it's not like a weighted blanket. It's I don't want to worry. I got to try like, one. I tried to ask them out. How do they make Colorado them heavy? They like, what, what are they the They put material? glass beads in them. Mm-hmm. They do. Dangerous. It's like little pockets. Why? It's not shards of glass. It's little round. Yeah, but it's like stones. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> smooth stones. Jagged rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put razor blades in the blanket. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you got sleep, had sleep paralysis, and then you had a weighted, weighted blanket on you, and you were just fucked, you couldn't get out of bed or anything. That is the worst. Have y'all experienced sleep paralysis? I have not, but I have had people close to me ex- describe their experiences, and it does sound awful. Have you? Yeah. I think maybe one time, but I don't... I, I do think I've had a similar experience. Like, I mean, because I have had many experiences, usually if I'm, like, napping or something, if it's, like, not a normal sleep, um, to where, to where like, I'm I'm, I'm aware that I'm dream- dreaming, but I'm not super asleep. That's right. But, but I don't... But I've never had anything often. really concerning happen during it. It's, like, it's just usually, like, I don't know. Like, I, something will be happening in my room, but it's nothing, it's mild. It's nothing scary. Mm-hmm. But I've had, I've heard of people having really horrible fights. Yeah, so I'm you a, have, ha- you do have I sleep have paralysis. fairly regularly. What Ugh. happens exactly? Well, it's just like, I guess it's just your body, your mind wakes up just a little bit, a fraction before your body does. And so, like, usually it's kind of brief, but it can be intense. And the worst that ever happened to me was, sorry. Worst that ever happened to me was I had I had uh, strep throat one time, and I was like real feverish and just like ugh, you know what I mean. And I remember waking up and in the bed, and my fever had broken while I was asleep, and it just felt like somebody dumped a bucket of water in the bed with me. 
Well, like, I was just beat tired. But the bed was, like, all gross. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go downstairs and sleep on the couch now. Well, this is why I don't sleep on my back anymore. I've made a conscious effort to become a side sleeper because back sleepers tend to get sleep paralysis Ew. for whatever reason. Well, it's not would, clear yeah, why. Well, you can see the demons easier. <laughs> well, I guess that's probably You open oh, your eyes and there they are. If you're already in the fetal position, you can hide from them. Right, yeah. <laughs> you, you might not be looking in their direction. I go to sleep. I'm laying on my back. Last thing I remember is the boxer starred Mickey. Was it Mickey Rourke? Uh-huh. Yeah. was on. And uh, I passed out. And when I woke up, I was I had the same kind of thing. It's now, well, I wasn't really woken up. Like, my body hadn't uh-huh. quite caught up to my mind. But I could open my eyes, but I still couldn't, like, come to. Uh-huh. And standing in my room, well, in the living room, it was like it was night vision. It wasn't it was Mickey green. Rourke. It wasn't Mickey Rourke. Oh, <laughs> Worse. <laughs> it was a bunch of guys in hoods Ooh. standing over me, watching me sleep on this couch. Fuck they were standing. They were standing, like, on my end tables. Fuck they were standing, like, on my that. kitchen tables, were everything. Were they varying sizes, or were they, like, normal people size? No, they were, like, like different. Like Wouldn't it be, cre- were they little? No, there was no little ones. They okay. were, like, all normal humans. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> and when I mean little, I mean, like, three inches tall. That, that would freak fun. me out, too. Yeah, would it be scarier <laughs> if they're bigger? <laughs> if they're little or if they're normal size, what would be scarier? Yeah, I know. But that sucked. Yeah, I'm sure. How, so how long did it take for you to like come out of that? Sort I of mean, it was brief but intense. Probably, I don't know, probably you know, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. It feels seconds. like a century, though. And how did it go away? Like, were your eyes closed and you were looking at your room as you knew it? Or were your eyes open and it was like a full It was my room. It was my room, but the hallucination was like everything was green and there was these just... Weird. It's like you were looking at it through like a camera or something. Now, I will say, I had... Uh, I have a weird memory of this because I don't know how much of this would have been a dream or not because I was really young. I was maybe four, three. I mean, I was old enough to remember. I remember this clearly. No one else could have told me this because it was all from my point of view. Um, But I really don't remember how old I was. But I know that one time when I was sleeping as a kid, I I had fallen asleep or I had fallen out of bed. And... um, and I didn't wake, that didn't wake me up apparently. Um, but I ended up being, like I didn't wake up until apparently I had found my way under my bed. Mm-hmm. And it was up against the wall. So I had, I was like trying, I, there were bats flying around the ceiling in my dream or whatever. And I was trying to get out from under my bed. But I couldn't because what I was feeling was the wall. Yeah. So I felt like I was like in this box. And couldn't get out. And so that, I think I started then like crying or screaming or something. Because I, I remember my mom came and she was like, why were you under the bed? But I remember, I do remember seeing like bats flying around the ceiling and me trying to like get away from them. But then not being able to get out from where I was. That might have been sleep. That well, kinda, lucid that dreaming is also a thing too. That feels sure. more like lucid dreaming almost. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um you yeah, have to be aware for losing. Right, I was such a, I was such a little kid. It, to me, it sounds more like para- or in my mind, it feels like. But I have not had any other thing like that. Um, I don't know. Do you guys remember the car that I totaled? Yeah. 
Which one? I remember that. I, I remember when that <laughs> yeah, happened too. Yeah, be more too. specific. I, that freaked me. <laughs> I have totaled multiple. No, vehicles. that scared That's the shit out of me fair. because I remember I had like a premonition almost. Like I, I did too. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh shit, I'm about to get hit in my car. <laughs> but no, I saw like on the news. I saw it was on the news. You're really? Wrecked. Yes. I don't even think I realized that. Yes, because I saw like oh wreck <laughs> on wreck on what 160 or whatever, and um and it it described that coming out of that holler. And I was like, fuck. It was when you were living there. And I was like, oh, God, I hope that isn't Tanya. And it was you. That scared the shit out of me. Uh, Matt texts me. You you doing the radio or what? (laughs) (laughs) I was on a fucking stretcher. I was on a fucking stretcher. Um, How was that supposed to know? Not this morning. Well, we we hooked you up after that. I hope you... (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was fucking good. You should have just sent me a picture of you in the hospital, and I would feel like a total piece of shit. Um, Well, I was going to say, there was was like... It wasn't you. Yeah. I mean, the car, right. this isn't why I wrecked, but there was like a wild blind spot in that mm-hmm. in that car. It was a rogue, but but at night, there was a spot. The way that the like back seat was, I saw a, a fucking gross face oh. so many times in that back seat through the rearview mirror. So many like times, like kind of because Fuck of the way the that. so many times because so yeah, because like, of the way the street light mm-hmm, would go through yep, trees and at shit, night. Yeah. And oh. and honestly, it got worse because it looked. After I watched that fucking movie, Baba Duke, because it, that's oh. what that's what it was like. Yeah. yeah, remember that? I hated that fucking movie, but it would look like that. It was like a, it was almost like a scratched up like face, Ew. and it was like this. It was it was the way the like seat belt and the and the like back top of the seat was. Just kind of yeah, I know those things. And mm-hmm. it was just like that same. Anyway, that car was doomed. I, I, I'm you lucky know, I walked away. From that. You remember? Yeah, I think gosh. it was on Creep Show too. The Thanks for the rad lady, the hitchhiker oh, yeah, one yeah. where she keeps like running over him and escaping him. He just keeps looking more fucked up every time and he comes back and he's like hanging off the car or like popping out of the seats and shit. That ter- that absolutely fucking terrified me when I was a little kid. I don't know why I was watching it, but fucked up. Yeah, creep show too is why. Creep shows. Mm-hmm. Well, to close this out, should we do a one card draw each? Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Bring uh we'll culminate this with the tarot. Well, here's what I was wondering. Is this going to cause some kind Because we got to do a Patreon. Riff. You want to stretch it out a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Do a two-parter? Yeah, and the tarot will be the second the, part. Kind of be like the second part for the Patreon. Yeah. You want to subscribe, doesn't it? <laughs> You're Wait, not going to know what cards we uh-huh. draw unless you Because we can just do like a full draw from that. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I, lo- I love a two-parter that runs over into the Patreon. Annie up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the fucking You don't season. know what you're missing. Uh, I also just have a few more questions for you. We're coming up <laughs> yeah, on I want to. I know. I have so much more I want to know and hear about. Yeah. I like being spooked. I haven't had a good spooky time this October yet. So, Ooh. and I have a very elaborate bat costume yeah. I'm going to be making in the next few we days. We haven't even so. watched Love a single it. horror movie. Have there was one. Time I know because our kid won't go to sleep. There was one time <laughs> where I swear I think we actually did do the horror movie every single day one we October. did and it was before our child was born <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. Matilda almost but did yeah, last it's, year but we did it's I had fucking a, hard to pull it, off it yeah, really we had is. a long list we didn't get through it but we came pretty but close but I had fun because I had never seen any um, I had never seen more than just the first movies of like Freddy and Jason and stuff so mm-hmm. we went we spent two years doing that I fucking <laughs> love the Hellraiser movies what, which we is did why, the Hellraiser which movies is why I have Hellraiser Fuzzy Dice in my car yeah, we I'd never watched. I had never watched dice. the first Hellraiser oh, until good. last year. We watched all of them. I liked it. Yeah, that was actually that's my favorite series so far. That like the ones that I should have watched and haven't until now. I think one day Michelle is going to spend a lot of money on that box. 
Well, that's what my fuzzy dice are. I would love to have like a real lament configuration that yeah. moves and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, oh man. She well, wants one. They're very expensive. The ones I've seen online are fucking super expensive. Yeah, I'm sure. Love that's that. cool though. Maybe somebody makes one on Etsy that's a little bit cheaper or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll <get the> Etsy <laughs> on dreams though, I don't have any other like, cre- I mean, I've definitely had, I did have a reoccurring dream for a while where I was visited by a witch. I would be like oh, in I my playground. I would be on the school ground, like my playground at school, and I, like at a table at a picnic bench thing, and this witch would come in my dream. I, it was like it happened every few weeks for like a, a few months of my life. Scary witch, kind witch. <sighs> like definitely like a creepy witch, but nothing bad ever happened. Yeah, I don't really know, and like that's something that happened so long. Are you sure she's not fucking <laughs> um, but yeah, like I had. Um, I don't know. It's like it wasn't a, it was a scary dream, but I don't, you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I had, I was telling Tanya about this last week. I have, she, she diagnosed me with a haint. Oh, fuck. But I have a similar thing where I hadn't had one in a long time, but I've been visited in my dreams by this man. He's described him like the old man from up. <laughs> His fashion choices leave a little bit to be desired, but he wears a he wears like a dark green, like an olive green jacket with a yellow turtleneck under it. Is the man from amazing. up? He's <laughs> kind of the man from up, but <laughs> it talks the little boy. Oh God! Oh God! It's sad now. Yeah, it is. You know, yes. let's not read too much into that, please. Okay. He's real sad. Well, the fr- the the earliest visitation, we'll call it. I can just see as plain as day. I was, you know, my mom was big into like watching those TV preachers when I was little, and I can remember falling asleep one night. Did she ever order a prayer cloth? Oh yeah. Damn. All that kind of stuff. Okay, there's more to that then later. Oh yeah, well, I mean every pillow in my mom's house still has prayer cloths in them, like pinned in them. Wow, really? Yeah. Every pillow? Yeah. Which, if you think about it, it's kind of witchcraft. Absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of a, yeah. yeah. But on the side of Jesus. <clears throat> right. Jesus witch. Jesus powers. All right. So, the first time I remember being young and seeing him in the light of the TV screen, <coughs> I don't know if I like that was like a sleepy hallucination or a dream or whatever, but I remember seeing it, okay? And I've been visited sporadically. And then it all culminates in the other night I was staying over here. And I don't know if it's just fucking the way that I have to sleep propped up because I have acid reflux. And I, it, like the way your yeah. body's configured, folks, with like your brain chemistry Absolutely. and stuff and how like you, you see things. And I guess that's why maybe the back thing, sleeping on the back, does the sleep paralysis thing or whatever. This man took a sex wedge on tour. Well, when if we it helps, tour, not it for sex. We had to pull a huge sex wedge out of the trunk everywhere we went. Ingenuity. Yeah. He came the other night in the dream, and I, it was like a like a career retrospective. Like it's like all these things, like these visitations, were like compiled in one. And then when I woke up, it zoomed out, and he was standing outside of a dollhouse. It was like my life was happening in this dollhouse, and he was like looking in this dollhouse. And I was not. I was not here for it. I was like, but I woke up and I, my first instinct was I wanted to like 
get Alex, but I was like, oh, I don't have Alex. Now I'm just sitting oh, in this here? dark fucking creepy room by myself. <laughs> with, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Damn. God damn. Ugh. But I was going to ask you, though. I was okay. going to ask you, because remember after the Ghostface Raekwon show, we stayed at your grandparents' house? Yeah. What what's what's the what's the situation there? You got any family stories about that? Did you have an experience? I didn't necessarily have an experience, and it could have just been like older people's houses sometimes yeah. have like a little bit of a. I wouldn't even call it unsettling, but like yeah. something going on here. You know what I mean? Interesting. Well, but so I was I was just curious about this because I my granddad <laughs> would had had passed by then. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, he had, and it hadn't been long. Yeah. Okay. So my mom ended up like um, she fixed up the house. It's sold. We don't have you know we don't get to see it anymore, and it does show up in my dreams a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I mean it was like, I mean it's like my my family's home. I mean my granddad built it. It's not like it's old or anything. It was just like an old ranch. But um, it's interesting though because. Um, this was the other dream related thing I was going to talk about. Um, when my grandmother died, she, um, I was 14. I was a freshman in high school and, um, she, (laughs) whenever we would all go visit and stuff, it's just like, they're just on like a nice little, it was like a really old subdivision, which now everything has built up around it. So it's like, it just seems like a little normal neighborhood, but whenever we would leave the car, we'd be parked out front of the house. So they would, my grandparents would walk out and like. We'd take forever getting in the car. He'll be like, goodbye, you know. <laughs> My whole family just talks too much. So, you know, but they would be in the yard and they'd wave us as we went by. But the morning my grandmother died um, before my sis- before we had been told, my sister said that she had a dream that, like, in her dream, she was in the car and was driving away and my grandmother was waving at her. And um, and she said it just felt like just like that, like we'd been there and we were leaving. And the the day my granddad died... Uh, I was working, I was at the settlement school, so I was there in the office, and I don't know why I would have had to have stayed late. I mean, it was in the summer, so I don't know what would have been going on. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, I was working late, so I went into, like, the living room. You know, they called me and told me. Also, every death in my family happens in the morning, or, like, in the middle of the night. I don't know if you all have had that. Early in the morning. Early in the morning. It's like, if I get a call at 8 o'clock, I'm like, fuck, somebody's Mm -hmm. died. (laughs) <laughs> so so I had just been at work and you know got and then got the call and we didn't been expecting it it wasn't like it was horrible or anything but I so I went up to that we had like a little lounge area in the office and I went up there and and it was the old office which was kind of creepy real creepy real creepy uh, but I was taking a nap on the couch and um just because it was a long day and I'd mentally and emotionally exhausted but I have before I woke up it was like a like a weird sleep thing where I like um I felt somebody pat me on the back like it was a comforting thing it wasn't anything bad it was just but it was like I felt somebody pat me on the back and I woke up and nobody was there but it was something that I was it was almost like to me in mind the way I've rationalized that is like it was him and just be like bye you know it's okay but yeah uh so after my grandmother died though because that was that was at least 12 15 years apart I would go, we, when we would go to the house, I would like, maybe this is weird, but I would just like welcome a like spiritual visit from her yeah. in that house. I would like, like, please somebody. Mm-hmm. Now my great grandmother did die in the house. Um, my mom's grandma, they, she lived with them for a little while when she was, got real old. Um, and then I guess my grandmother did and my granddad did not or did. 
was he at the hospice care at that point? Yeah, I guess he was at home. He see he moved around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they did, but we never had anything weird. It just, but it's almost almost like if you felt weird there, it almost makes me think like that's a good thing. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like a weird feeling. And maybe it, it's just like a biased thing because I think um, you I, probably you, knew. You said I had prefaced recently. Yes, yeah, prefaced that. But I just yeah. I have a very similar thing. Shit like this happens to my mom all the time. Like, she knows when something bad's mm-hmm. happening, when something bad's about to happen. And I have a really creepy story about something like this. This is what I came for, yes, Tate. Well, um, we're going to take a break first because <laughs> people are going to have to pay to hear it. Because this is the well, end of our Also, also I got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a little break. We're going to regroup. And uh, I'm going to tell you all about my mom's fucking premonitions. This bitch is wild. Hell Yeah. Y'all find us on Patreon, um, and we hope you have a really beautiful, spooky week. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye.